Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud, and today I'm joined by Mr. Matt Wickland. Matt, how are you doing today? I am sunburned. I spent five <laughs> days in 100-degree weather you are building a deck. Yeah, so if you're watching on video, there could be some flaking action going on. I just wanted to like forewarn you yeah <laughs> it's been kind of funny too because it was like a record hot summer this year but up here we didn't really have that many hot days but like the hottest weekend of the year you decided to build your deck i did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. got you're... a two-year-old birthday party coming up like <laughs> how to get it done so yeah <laughs> yeah it's uncrispy today Jim. I like how that. are you doing i'm doing good good not not as crispy So today what we wanted to talk about is key metrics for your advertising. And one that I wanted to hit on, and Matt and I were having a little debate before and we're like, okay, we should just probably record this on the podcast, is the tacos metric. So I'm not a big fan of the tacos metric. And I know a lot of people are leaning towards it, but I really don't like it. And so what we want to go through, I will go through my opinion on why I don't like it. And other metrics I think are more valuable. And Matt can debate me on this. Yeah, I mean, I like tacos. And here you're throwing out other metrics. Like we're talking about a standalone metric versus a group of metrics here. Sure. No metric alone tells the full picture. So, yeah, but yeah. I, if I had to pick one, it would not be tacos. <laughs> All, right, All right, fair enough. All right, so here's my case. Okay, so tacos, total advertising cost of sales. All right, and so to measure tacos, you take your ad spend divided by your total sales. So how this is different from ACOS is that ACOS is just ad spend over ad sales. Tacos is ad spend over total sales. So... The theory behind tacos is that, all right, advertising is taking a a certain amount of margin. So if I have a 10% tacos, that's taking up 10% of revenue. I agree that it's a great budgeting metric. Um, Well, what I hear people talk about is wanting to reduce tacos over time. And in theory, this is great because the theory goes, all right, I have my advertising, I have my set budget, If my advertising is helping to drive organic sales, then I'm less reliant on advertising going forward and my margin will improve. So I think that's the big theory behind tacos. Why I'm not a fan is because as an advertiser, I can set tacos to whatever I want to tomorrow. All it is is just setting the budget. So say I have $10,000 a day in sales, so, and I want a 10% tacos, okay, I can just set my advertising budget to 10,000 or to $1,000. And so as an advertiser, it has no measure of actual advertising performance. Like I could take that $1,000 and I could burn it and have zero impact to the business, but I could always hit a tacos target. And over time, I could reduce that $1,000 budget to 800 to 500 and burn it every day. And I would still hit my tacos numbers and I could decrease it over time. And so that's why I don't like tacos as like the key metric. I think it's an easy way out for advertisers where you don't have to actually relate advertising spend to the true impact. And so, and I can set it and manipulate it any way I want to. 
So this is the key reason why I don't like tacos and why I like to go to more performance-based metrics or like the underlying metrics that kind of tie into it. Sure. So let's take a step back and talk about the merits of tacos. Okay. So you said it is a good bu budgeting metric. It is. Yeah. You said a budget as a percentage of total sales. It keeps your margins consistent, your bottom line consistent uh, throughout like seasonality. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Keeps your margins consistent, what, what you're spending on advertising. Sure. So it's a good way to set a budget. It's a yeah. good budgeting metric. For sure, yeah. But in terms of measuring advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of measuring advertising performance, like you, you do need a whole suite of metrics. Like a 1% ACoS. If, if ACoS is your substitute metric in place of tacos, sure. like... Oh, 1% ACoS. That sounds phenomenal, right? Well, like if you actually hit that, you know, it's a branded term most likely, something with absurdly high conversion rates. Like it, It's probably, a term that somebody would have just purchased exactly. organically like anyway because it it's so yeah, niche. Yeah, it could yeah. be cannibalizing organic sales. It likely is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like ACoS isn't the be-all, end-all. Like when I get – as an advertiser, when I get a taco skull, yeah, um, yeah. So I could hit that taco school exactly on the nose, or it could come in like slightly under or completely under if I spend nothing, you know, um, yeah. and show like great tacos performance if it's lower. Lower isn't necessarily better, first off. And see, and that's, I'll, I'll let you finish. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> but, you know, same story for ACOS. Lower isn't always better. Agreed. Like, as an advertiser, what tacos allows me to do, if somebody gives me a 10% tacos, a 20% tacos, is it allows me not to just look at like ACoS, some, some rigid ACoS target sure. in a silo. Sure. It allows me to focus on what's most incremental for a brand. Where this really matters is like supplements, you know, beauty, anything that's consumable, CPG, like mm -hmm. where there are repeat orders, where there's LTV, like... Lifetime value. Yeah, lifetime value. Like... When you're targeting products like that, keywords for products like that, when mm -hmm. you're advertising those, like ACoS tends to be very high for category terms, sure. things that you may not be ranked in the top couple positions for, or even if you are, like there's competition after you trying to get those spots. Yep. It allows me to target those keywords knowing that I'm reaching a non-brand familiar audience, sure. somebody that doesn't know my catalog, doesn't know my brand. It allows me to reach that audience, convert them, and benefit from that LTV moving forward without like the nuance of, oh, you know, that ACOS is it, 35%, my margin's 30%, so I just lost money on that sale. Sure. You know, like with tacos, I can hit that 35% ACOS, and when they make that next order, it's a 17.5. It's profitable for you now. Sure. And so what you're going to say is like, oh, so it's just like a stopgap or a workaround for a poor ACoS target. Like, can't you just talk through that? Can't you just set a better ACoS target? Yeah, but like it just creates this flexibility for me as an advertiser to target the keywords that are most incremental for brand growth, for sustained su success. Sure. And from like the client end, the brand end, the person that's setting the budget, it gives them like margin consistency for their products. Sure. And then... Well, you go. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> want to touch on like bringing tacos down over time. Like, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily the goal for like a mature product, a product that's like established in the marketplace. It's ranked well. It's getting traction and stuff like that. It's not necessarily to bring tacos down because 
until you're in position one organically, there's more growth to to achieve, right? And yeah, <laughs> and there's still new to brand customers that you can you can gain, right? Like sure. people that aren't brand familiar, get them in brand, yep. and that may not come at like marginal ACOS, lower than your break even ACOS. Sure. So tacos, you know, if you've got a 10% margin and tacos is 11% or yep. an ACOS is 11%, like I can target that customer knowing that ACOS is going to drop. Like I can continually chase the pipeline of new to brand customers, sure. acquire new clients. But like when we're talking about tacos declining over time, I feel like that's more in the context of the product life cycle. At launch, where you don't have organic ranking, like your product's unranked, bottom of the list, like... Tacos is going to be high because advertising is a major lever to try and launch your product and rank your product and get it in front of eyes of people that want to buy it. Sure. It'll spin the flywheel and get you ranked. So like early on, your tacos could be 200%. You know, it could be something extraordinarily high. Mm -hmm. But as the product matures, as organic sales pick up, that tacos percent declines over time because you've got these organic sales that are now coming in. Sure. People are finding the product organically or they're making repeat purchases after that initial conversion. Um, and so tacos naturally drops over time. Yep. But for a mature product that's already got its foothold, is ranked well, like if you've got a 10% tacos and a, you know 40% margin or something like that, like 9% tacos, like that's not necessarily a performance gain. I don't think the ultimate goal is necessarily to increase it. It just keeps your budget consistent, your advertising budget consistent throughout these peaks and valleys of se of seasonality, like going into Q4, like volume picks up, total sales pick up, you can invest uh, commensurate with that traffic increase, right? Sure. Or out of season, you can drop your budget. Uh, it makes sense. But kind of bottom line is it gives me the opportunity to target what's most incremental, even if it comes at a slightly higher ACOS, like this is what's creating value, this is what's spinning the flywheel, helping organic rank or driving lifetime value. Yeah. So tacos is good where it shifts the focus away from strictly ACOS. And for those who are listening to the podcast, know the downfalls of just focusing on ACOS, like, like any single metric, there's lots of different ways that you can impact ACOS. Like, so branded search term, like again, you target your brand, all right, it's going to have a great ACoS. If you say, I have to hit this ACoS limit, all right, it's all branded search, but are you incrementally actually gaining new customers from your ads? You may just be cannibalizing organic sales. So taking the conversation away from strictly ACoS, it's a good piece. But is tacos our end goal? And is just sticking to like the straight tacos target like the key thing? Yes, it keeps margin consistent, but it doesn't look at the underlying like metrics around it. And so like for tacos itself, say I'm targeting 10% and then over time I view it that if I can decrease that margin, that's great. But what I really want to look at is with my advertising, like, is it driving sales growth over time? Yeah. Right. For supplements. I don't look at tacos. I don't care about tacos. What I care about is what's my cost per acquisition of a new to brand customer. And then what's the lifetime value look at like, and so yes, tacos is great because it takes away the focus from strictly ACOS, 
But where I don't like it is that it has zero measurement on the actual performance of ads. Yeah. And like you said, like I see many people saying, okay, here's my tacos. And then over time, my agency has been able to reduce it to X. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But how did overall sales do? Like, what's the true impact of your advertising from that? Because again, I can just change my budget to hit any taco start. I can take you to 0% tacos tomorrow. I just had to turn off ads. And so by using tacos as this key directionary metric, I think it's a crutch for agencies to then not have to explain the true efficiency and effectiveness of their ads. And that's my worry when people are really focused on like what's a good tacos or what's a bad tacos. There's so many underlying factors that you should be taking into account to make that decision. Product life cycle, like margin, is it consumable, like lifetime value, like new to brand versus am I just driving a bunch of branded search through there? Like, there there's a bunch of things there. And so that's where I would always want to lean more towards those fundamental metrics that actually measure the impact of my advertising and have that set my tacos versus the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like there isn't a single standalone metric that you can view <laughs> in terms of success, right? Yeah. Like ACOS can be flawed. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't measure incrementality. Yes. It doesn't measure the flywheel effect. Yep. Um, tacos doesn't measure like actual performance. Um, if I'm advertising vitamin C, and I just target straight up vitamins. Like I can throw our entire budget behind that. It's like, oh, this is a relevant keyword. You know, sure. like, yeah, if we get ranked for vitamins, like the sky's the limit. Like we're gonna do tons of volume if, if we're ranked in the top position for that. Yeah. But that's a massive uphill battle and it's triggering tons of unrelated search terms or click-throughs that you're probably playing for, even accidental click-throughs that you're paying for. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's not like the be end all end all be all end all yep. for advertising performance, but it is a really good guard. It's a good budget metric and it is like a good formula for giving some flexibility for advertisers to choose what may be incremental without getting boxed in into like profitability. Although on that profitability on that ad sale on that. Yeah. 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 Versus future ad sales. Yeah. So that's the other piece too. like circling back to tacos and LTV and stuff like that. Like if you do know all those metrics, like you can set a good a cost target. Like I like tacos because it gives me the flexibility to figure out the ideal mix of targets and strategy to grow your brand, to grow total sales sure. and increase budget, uh, not through increasing tacos percent, maybe even decreasing tacos, uh, but by expanding total sales, right? Sure. You know, spinning the flywheel, generate improving ranking or getting new customers in the door, uh, new to brand that make future repeat purchases, you know? Yeah. Um, but by itself, it's, it's not a great metric. I think for some brands, there are like really solid standalone metrics. Like if you are in a consumable space, anything that has like high LTV, high repeat orders, mm -hmm. new to brand CPA, like how can you, or new to brand robots, sure. how can you not like 
chase that, you know? Yeah, yeah. New, still new to brand ROAS, where it's kind of new to brand cost divided by lifetime value. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, so a little bit different metric than like that true, it's not just new to brand ROAS, but it's how much is that new to brand customer truly worth. And then even if like, even if you're not in a category that has, if your products don't have high LTV, like, yeah. There's still the ranking effect, the flywheel effects sure. of those conversions, you know, like you're ranked at position 20 for some category keyword, yep. uh, vitamin C, and we're able to target that at top of search, drive incremental volume, drive sales velocity, good conversion rates, mm -hmm. uh, like that improves your organic ranking and then that in turn drives more sales too. Sure. Even if it's 100% new to brand and they never come back. You know, yep. so yeah, where, where like tacos makes sense is say, say if I took my tacos on a single keyword, and so I really wanted to rank for a certain keyword. All right, I'm selling tents, I want to rank for a five person, four person tent. And so, what you could do is say, okay, I'm going to increase my tacos to 20% because I'm going to throw a lot of advertising dollars at this. Um, and then over time, if that, say, top of search ad drives more conversions, which helps your organic ranking, then over time, your tacos should naturally decrease, even if you keep your budget the same. What I would say would be a better measure of that is using the search query performance report and checking out my market share for that keyword. And if my market share is going up, all right, that tells me that I'm moving in the right direction, too. And so that's where I like... I think market share percentage is great for specific terms if you're trying to rank for, because that's where tacos, that's kind of like the underlying method for tacos is, hey, let's not focus on ACOS. Let's focus on using advertising to help try to drive more organic sales. So my total sales, that bottom of the ratio goes up and my tacos naturally decreases over time. What I like is market share percentage better because it kind of takes the seasonality and the peaks and troughs out of that too. And I know over time, am I increasing my market share percentage? Cool. Now I know the strategy is working. Yeah. Yeah. The weird thing though with like market share metrics is, well, A, they're not really accessible. So you get them through the search query performance report, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah, there may be some new stuff coming out that helps quantify like market share and stuff too but sometimes you're dealing with like very minute decimals of market share like in really competitive categories and stuff like that like sure 100 market share it doesn't exist like four person tent is probably like if you can penetrate a couple percentage points you're doing pretty well i don't know you have to look at every category every category is different every keyword within that category is different sure like tent versus four person tent versus lightweight four person tent market share is going to differ for every single one of those keywords so how do you set a benchmark mm -hmm. like probably just looking at historicals but where do you where do you start when you're sure. launching a new product yeah. it's kind of challenging like yep. what's my goal market share percent yeah maybe the goal is just to increase you know to the point where you have like sustained success with it looking at all the other metrics too sure like even as a standalone metric it just it doesn't work right yeah yep. yeah yeah 
Yeah, and that's where you have to take margin into account and yeah. overall trends. All right, am I gaining or like total sales? And should I keep my foot on the pedal, make sure I'm, I'm not making profits now, but in the future as my organic rank continues to go up, now I could be making profits in the future. But again, that's it's not dictated by that overall tacos target. Yes, it's a great budget metric, but it doesn't tell me any of the underlying factors on the incrementality of my advertising. Yeah. Which is the key thing. It, yes, it gets focused away from ACOS, um, but, which is great, because then we've got more control and we can dictate the incrementality. Yeah, and I, ACOS is still a good metric, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. ACOS is still a good metric if used right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, another another area, it's like, all right, so we, we do a lot of work, say, like in the supplement space that has a high lifetime value or consumables. There's many instances where it's like, I can make the case to totally increase our tacos. And how we do that is just saying, all right, look at the cost per acquisition for new to brand and look at the total lifetime value that we have. If cost per acquisition is significantly lower than lifetime value and I have the margin for it, like, hey, Let's increase our tacos as much as we can, uh, and it's going to create profits for the company. Uh, yeah, there's some risk that you're driving more and more of your sales through advertising, but if it makes profitable sense and you're growing your customer base, like why wouldn't you do that? And so, yeah, it. I'm sure I'll get people who are like, nope, like tacos, it's the best single metric out there, but. At, as an advertiser, I think it's a crutch. I'd say it's like a good starting point. You know, you set a good tacos target. Uh, you get a healthy budget to allocate to whatever's most incremental, you know, in conjunction with LTV, market share ben benchmarks, ACOS for sure. sure. Um, like category for category, you know, like if we're targeting like incremental category keywords, ACOS can be a great benchmark, like for the tent versus lightweight four person tent kind of example, like they're not necessarily brand aware in either one of those cases. Yeah. ACOS, you know, is maybe 30%, 20% for lightweight four person tent, if that's what your offering is. Sure. But tent, it can be 100%. Like tacos, you can throw your full budget behind tent. Where am I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the key, the key like, end to the story is that there's not a single metric we can use with our advertising. Yeah. But I think the key thing we're always trying to answer is what is the true incrementality yeah. with my advertising? And then at what cost it, does that incrementality come at? What, at what cost... Does it take to move another layer up in the funnel? Thank you. That's where I was going with it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So if you like a cost for a very general term like tent, it's going to be a great measure. The one thing that doesn't take into account is the potential organic ranking over time, which is where people would say, okay, that's where tacos really factors in. And if we're taking it down to the keyword level and it's like more general keywords, like that's great. It's just when we talk about an account level tacos and it, where it's going and going down over time or up or whatever it is, like the key way I feel like you need to make decisions is to take it down further to the core fundamentals, whether it's total sales, market share percentage for individual keywords, new to brand, lifetime value, ACOS, 
and margin really is where that ties into yeah. in all these different instances. And so like we always argue, it's not just one metric. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree that you need to take it down further, but I think tacos is a good starting point. Set the budget sure. to set the budget, sure. you know, and then what's the most incremental. So yep. in terms of like market share tent versus lightweight four person tent, to gain, you know, a sizable portion of the market share, lightweight four percent tent, a like, if that's your product, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be far easier to gain market share for it because it's very relevant. It's very niche. There are fewer searches. There are fewer competitors. So you can drive it profitably, and then you can work your way up from there, from lightweight four percent tent to four percent tent. Once you're ranked really well for that, you own a lot of market share for that. You can work your way up again. And maybe, you know, eventually you can start shipping away at the old tent keyword, sure. you know? Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I agree. Great starting point. And then it's all the underlying metrics yeah. after that. So it's a good discussion. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So for anybody listening, if you disagree, especially with me, because I'm not a big tacos fan, like, uh, let us know. Let us know what we're missing. Always love the discussion and love the debate. Yeah. And follow us on LinkedIn. Check out our mailing list. We're sending out new features. Um, I'm sure I'll be doing a post on my uh, my view on tacos coming up too. So you can see what comments we get there. <laughs> it's just tough because it's hard to explain this all in a single yeah. post too, but I'll try to summarize it down. So yeah. Well, any other final words, closing thoughts? No. Man, yeah. Sounds good. Well, as always, we really appreciate you listening to this episode of the Edge Project podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>